DeSantis has a charisma deficit, especially when running against someone with a high-octane charisma surplus. DeSantis seems to have every quality a presidential candidate needs. Good looks, youth, a nice family, and a strong governance track record in Florida. What he doesn't have, however, is more charisma than his chief rival, Donald Trump. To be fair, not many candidates, or people for that matter, have as much charisma as Trump does. It's a once-in-a-generation thing that defies explanation. It's just there. Even those who hate him can't stop watching him. It's not his looks particularly, or his speeches. It's the X factor you can't buy or attain. You have to be born with it. In case you're wondering why Bootgate and other trivial stories about Rob DeSanctis have landed, it's simply that he has a slight charisma deficit, which means it's not exactly water off a duck's back. It sticks and threatens to become the only thing people think about when they picture him in their minds. Presidential candidates get defined by funny things. And for some reason, people have a lot of questions about Ron DeSantis's cowboy boots. But people do wear cowboy boots with a suit. That's right. So I'm not going to fly. Okay, I, that's, uh, that's just a crazy it, thing. We're to proud do. of it. <laughs> but there were no cowboys in Florida, Ron. Oh, no, yeah, you should try Florida. We're one of the top cattle states in, uh, in America. Once really? you go from the beach, you go to the interior of Florida, nothing but cattle ranches. Why don't you wear tennis shoes and dress shoes? Uh, I do wear tennis shoes when I work out, yeah. 100%. You do? Yep. Okay. Okay, so what was missing from all of those sound bites was the discussion about whether or not Ron DeSantis's cowboy boots were designed specifically to make him taller. And a lot of people on social media have suggested that he has devices inside his cowboy boots that could add three, four, five inches to his height. Nobody would have dreamed that about Ronald Reagan or Bill Clinton or George W. Bush. Bush wore cowboy boots all the time, as did Reagan. But the very fact that we're talking about it is a problem for Ron DeSantis, News Nation contributor, founding editor at Mediaite, Colby Hall, is here. Uh, Colby, I think the bigger problem, right, is that it could kind of be believable. Like, you, you don't just dismiss it out of hand when you hear that it could be a five-inch heel. No, uh, not at all. It, there's there's definitely sort of, like, you raise your eyebrows, and you think, yeah, it's possible. I think it's appropriate that we're talking about this issue on Halloween because political theater comes with costumes. And I mean, Ron DeSantis claims that he's 5'11". His old roster when he played baseball for Yale said as much. After people fudge their height. There's never been in modern times a president that was elected that was smaller than 5'11". So I think he's, it appears as though he's giving himself a little bit of a lift, but you know what? Joe Biden has hair implants and Ivanka Trump has a chin implant, I think. so. You know, is it what he doing uh, bad? Eh, you know, it's sort of comes no, part of the course. I think your point is that it's tough for him that he's getting defined by this. That's the tough well, thing. I, I guess it's one of those. Now, to, yeah, to me, it's one of those things, though. It's sort of the knock on him is that he's inauthentic, right? That he's playing the role. He'll do anything for the role, and and once you get branded like that, um, you know that then it's really hard to shake it. I think about past past presidents who've, who've gone gone that way, or past presidential candidates, John Kerry windsurfing. The, the thought was that he was an elitist jerk. Uh, and then he's out windsurfing off the coast of Nantucket, and everybody goes, oh, well, that's what the rich people do on their summer vacation. Uh, there's Michael Dukakis. 
um, he was, you know, fighting the wimp factor uh, in more ways than one, or the dunce issue, and there he is in a tank with a helmet on. Uh, and it it plays into the narrative where if it was the if it was the very same kind of knock on a different man that was perceived differently, it'd kind of be dismissed. Or with Ivanka Trump, everybody sort of accepted as a a thing. Well, I, absolutely right. It sort of it, um, every sort of stereotype or kind of caricature exists because there's a whiff of truth, right? And so if if we thought differently of DeSantis to begin with, this wouldn't really have lasting power. But the fact that he has this sort of, you know, inability to connect and perhaps inauthenticity and these videos of him walking funny as though he's walking like on his tippy toes in cowboy boots. And, and there was also the white boots that he wore when he went to the disaster area that just looked sort of strange. Unfortunately for DeSantis, every time we see him now uh. on a campaign event, we're going to be thinking, like, is he really that tall? Are these? There was an image where yeah. he was standing next to Ti Tiger Woods, and he was taller than Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is six foot yeah. one. Like, that's legit. I don't think he's six foot one. So is he wearing lifts? And uh, there's, a, Probably. there's the picture of where he's walking, and he just, his gait just doesn't look normal. It just, you just look at it. Was you in go, the teams. Having charisma deflects those kinds of attacks. Think of all the incoming Trump has taken over the past seven years about his hair, his weight, his hands, his penis. Yes, that happened. How he drank a glass of water, how he dances, his relationship with his daughter, how he walks down a ramp, how he gives a speech, his lack of education, every picture he ever took, and of course his orange spray tan. They threw everything they had at him. None of it moved the needle even a little bit. We've watched the richest and most powerful government in the world go to war with one man's charisma and come out on the losing end. Charisma isn't all of it, of course. Trump had to be tough enough to take it and take it and take it some more. Chalk it up to growing up with his notorious father who could not abide any weakness whatsoever. And every day in the Trump family was a survival of the toughest. Who would end up that day a winner and who would end up the day a loser? Trump wasn't always a good boy. He often acted out in ways that got him into trouble. For that, he was sent off to military school where he discovered his gift for storytelling and innate charisma for the first time. Trump would gather his classmates around him and tell stories. He's so good at storytelling that his rallies, even when he's saying the exact same thing from town to town, are compelling entertainment. No one knows what Trump will say next, and his charisma keeps us watching. Trump can also get away with things most other people can't. And for the same reason. When someone has an abundance of charisma, they are often forgiven every other failure. Trump is forgiven for bullying, for stretching the truth to outright lying, He's forgiven for getting things wrong, like typos or spelling errors. If you separate Trump's charisma from his words, as the media does, stripping away the humor, the sarcasm, the humility, the charm, you're left with sanitized statements that sound as though they came from the Fuhrer himself. And that's been the whole game for seven agonizing years, watching them cherry-pick and misinterpret everything Trump says. Did he say it? Yes. But stripping away the context and his natural-born charisma means the words have a different meaning. This is why emojis were invented, as a way to patch what social media strips away, our evolved trait of interpreting each other's intent. 
I'm going to shoot everyone in this place, says the boy holding a water gun. The words say one thing, but the meaning is entirely different. I've noticed the context stripping by the media in real time recently, watching one of Trump's rallies, and then watching how the media and social media users interpret what he says. Shockingly, they get away with overtly lying to the American public about what they can see and hear for themselves. When Trump jokes about Hannibal Lecter, for instance, it sends the hive mind cascading into paroxysms of hysteria. But for Trump, it's just a throwaway line to make his audience laugh. He's got a consultant somewhere. This is the worst consultant in politics that thinks he looks good in a bathing suit, right? <laughs> no, he, he spends so much time at the beach. And, you know, how do you do that? And, you know, I have a much better body than him. <laughs> but I'm not really sure that I want to expose it with the sun blaring down and the sand, the surf, the wind, you know. You, I mean, you know, it's not a pretty sight. That was Donald Trump attacking President Biden's body and saying that he believes he has a much better body than President Biden. This is what Donald Trump was talking about during a speech over the weekend during massive international crises. This is the type of discourse that he believes is important to his base. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. I want to show you two speeches that Donald Trump gave in Iowa over the weekend to just show how dangerous, how disqualifying, how problematic, how utterly bizarre these speeches are that his base just loves and just keeps eating up. And then I want to compare that to what President Biden was saying and doing over the weekend during the same period of time. So in addition to saying that he believes he has a much better body than President Biden, here is Donald Trump attacking the retired military general Mark Milley, former chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, who Donald Trump just recently threatened to execute and on a social media post said to be continued. Play the clip. And I had a couple of guys like this guy, Milley. What a, what a stupid person he is. Milley, no, he's a stupid. Sir, he said to me, it's cheaper to leave the equipment than it is to take it. And is Donald Trump talking about issues? Is he talking about prescription drug prices? Is he talking about protecting Social Security or education or issues that are important to seniors or students? Is he saying any of that? Absolutely not. Instead, he is saying that he believes Hannibal Lecter was a great actor because he says Hannibal Lecter supports him. Play this clip. I said, that's Silence of the Lamb. You know what that is? Has anybody seen Silence of the Lambs? Hannibal Lecter, how great an actor was he? You know why I like him? Because he said on television, on one of the, I love Donald Trump, so I love him. I love him. I love him. He said that a long time ago, and once he said that, he was in my camp, I was in his camp. Yeah, I don't care if he was the worst actor, I'd say he was great to me. Here, Donald Trump says that he believes that China and other authoritarian regimes respect him. And the way he knows that is because they called him sir. Play this clip. And you wouldn't be having all the problems that you have right now with China. China's become very hostile. They weren't hostile with me. They weren't hostile with me. 
They called me sir. They don't call him sir. Next, Donald Trump does an impression of Winston Churchill that he finds amusing, which is just weird. Play the clip. It wasn't Winston Churchill, let's put it that way. Never have so few done so much for so many. This was not Winston Churchill. He was talking about the Spitfire pilots. You know that? The Spitfires, they, they knocked the German planes, which were bigger, better, stronger. But the Spitfires were unbelievable by luck or whatever. But they could turn on a screw. The, these big, strong, powerful planes, they couldn't fight with them. But he said, never have so few done so much for so many. And Biden doesn't talk that way. Here after fleeing the jurisdiction... If you've seen as many Trump rallies as I have, you'll notice how in tune he is with the crowd. He can tell when they're bored, when they're energized, when they're moved, and what moves them. Most politicians just read the speech, regardless of what the crowd is feeling. But Trump's gift, probably going all the way back to high school, is in having an innate sense of the shifting moods of the crowd, like a good stand-up comedian. I've observed him rewriting what he was about to say just based on the crowd's reaction. There isn't anyone in politics now or even in show business who can do what Trump does when talking to a crowd. He has a combination of unpredictability mixed with brutal honesty mixed with moxie mixed with charisma. He just plain isn't afraid of anything or anyone. No matter how many times DeSantis or Chris Christie or Mike Pence try to taunt Trump by saying he's afraid, it's never going to stick because it just isn't true. The only way to end TDS, Trump derangement syndrome, is to put a tourniquet on the media narrative, which I did in 2020. The more the public tunes out the media narrative, which is not easy to do since it's everywhere, the better chance Trump will have to convince the public to vote for him. Ron DeSantis, like Hillary Clinton, has the exact opposite problem. Even if they do possess sub-charisma, it's greatly diminished when competing alongside Trump. They are more careful with what they say. They try to keep the focus on serious things rather than just talking to the people and connecting with them. Though it would horrify historians, the truth is that Trump has more in common with FDR. Like FDR, Trump comes from wealth but can still talk to the common people and connect with them. It can make them feel like they matter. Who else does that? Anyone seeking to outlive, outlast, and outplay Trump will need an equal amount of charisma. Unfortunately for DeSantis, the negative stuff sticks more than it should because he wasn't blessed with that charisma. He has to do what Richard Nixon did, find a way to appeal to people anyway by talking to them and connecting with them. If he's done that in his town halls or campaign stops, it never made its way out into the ether. Hopefully this isn't the ultimate fate of DeSantis, but he'd have done much better if he'd either run as Trump's Veep or else waited until 2028. Bootgate probably isn't even true, which must upset DeSantis the most. He's trying to talk about the border in Israel, and he's being asked instead about whether he wears lifts. Here he is marching in a parade, and it's obvious he's not wearing lifts. Now the public, or anyone who heard of this story on social media, thinks DeSantis is embarrassed by his height. The Republican presidential candidate started the day in Wolfboro, marching in the city's Independence Day parade with his family and a large group of supporters. Along the parade route, DeSantis shook hands with people and posed for photos. It's important when we think about Independence Day 
uh, to think about that we're fortunate to be uh, inheritors of a great tradition of freedom. The Founding Fathers, when they went to Independence Hall in 1776, 56 men pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor uh, so that they could develop a nation conceived in liberty. And five years ago, when standing next to Trump, there isn't much of a height difference between the two men, unless the contention was that he's been wearing lifts for over five years, which is hard to believe. Covering election 2018, Florida, the center of national politics tonight, Donald Trump's rally in Tampa. Northeast Florida's Ron DeSantis on the west coast of Florida so he could stand side by side with President Trump and receive an in-person endorsement. For podcast listeners, a picture of Trump endorsing DeSantis. DeSantis up against Biden or Harris would come off as more charismatic. But up against Trump, I'm afraid, it's like the moon running against the sun. It's no contest. Charisma is more than surviving taunts about eating pudding with fingers or wearing lifts in his shoes or his awkward smiles at debates. It's also about watchability, magnetism, and where those eyeballs are going in a competitive landscape like ours. DeSantis and the Internet By now, DeSantis should have more followers on YouTube than 28,000. The views on his videos are so low that you'd think he was an amateur in politics and nobody. But he's not. He's become, or so the media would tell us, Trump's main rival for the nomination. But based on what exactly? Here is a pretty good campaign ad. While Biden fails, DeSantis leads. The DeSantis administration has launched an evacuation. Safely evacuated hundreds of stranded Americans out of Israel. After a catastrophic hurricane, they said it would take over six months. But DeSantis got people back in their homes and rebuilt bridges in just days. And DeSantis deployed troops to the southern border to stop the invasion. Ron DeSantis, he will fight for you. He will win for us. And he will lead America's comeback. I'm Ron DeSantis, and I approve this message. Only 6,000 people have viewed the video. It never went viral. It was never embedded anywhere. Here's another video. If you look at our record on issues related to Israel and supporting the Jewish community, it is second to none. The new administration needs to move our embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem and to show a solidarity with our friends in Israel. Governor Ron DeSantis is taking a stand for the Jewish community. Today in Boca Raton, he said he will pledge at least $2 million for Jewish school security. Governor Ron DeSantis is continuing his historic trade and travel mission in Israel. A packed week of history making in many ways. The governor presided over Florida's first out of the country cabinet meeting at the U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem during a week long trip to forge trade and development connections. Governor DeSantis has made Florida the freest among the most prosperous states in the union, pushing through universal school choice. There are still thousands of Americans in Israel. Trying to make it back home to the U.S. and get out of Israel. Uh, airlines have cut the service to and from Tel Aviv. Here in Florida, the DeSantis administration launched evacuation operations, and last night we met with folks who finally made it home. More than 270 Americans evacuated from Israel are back in the United States. As president, uh, the number of people we will bring in from Gaza is zero. Biden immediately green 
highlights $100 million to be sent to the Gaza Strip. Not one red cent for Hamas. Not one red cent for Hamas. Florida governor and Republican presidential candidate Ron DeSantis ordered yesterday that SJP chapters in Florida be disbanded. We thank the governor for all that he does consistently and for the security that he allows the Jewish community and the entire community to feel this state. It's important that we say as Americans and as Floridians, we stand with the people of Israel and we stand with the state of Israel in this dark hour. As good as his campaign ads are, as strong as a candidate he seems to be, the public is just not tuned into this channel right now in 2023. To make matters worse, his strategy of attacking Trump and MAGA, especially after Trump's gracious endorsement of his candidacy in Florida, was an easy way to alienate the Republican base. DeSantis or Chris Christie or Mike Pence or any of these guys haven't learned the lesson that you can't defeat Trump by getting into a public fight with him. This is Trump's comfort zone. He comes at politics like an MMA fighter and is prepared for a fight. He throws down and leaves nothing on the table. The minute his opponent becomes defensive, Trump knows he's got them. Just look at what Trump's campaign did with one comment by DeSantis about listless vessels. Here is a campaign ad by Trump against DeSantis. If all we are is listless vessels that's just supposed to follow, you know, whatever happens to come down the pike on Truth Social every morning, That's not going to be a durable movement. Hi, Governor DeSantis. Mr. DeSantis. Hey, Governor DeSantis. Hey, DeSantis. Hey, DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. Governor DeSantis. Hi, Governor DeSantis. I'm Michael from South Carolina. My name is Sharon. My name's Deanna. Kansas. West Virginia. Abby, a Georgia grandmother. I'm Cher. This is Dave in Vermont. We're from Rockwood, Maine. Sherry from the state of Hawaii. I've been a pastor in Franklin County, Ohio for over 15 years. I'm a U.S. Navy veteran. I'm a firefighter and a veteran. I've been in law enforcement for over 30 years. I'm a retired nurse in Boone County, Iowa. A business owner from South Carolina, a mother of two. Daughter of a World War II hero. Mother of a first responder. And I am definitely not a listless vessel. I'm a retired law enforcement officer. I am not a listless vessel. I support Donald Trump because he's great for small business and agriculture in Oregon. Because in 2016, he showed us what an America First presidency looks like. Secure borders, strong military, He stands for life. He supports Christian values. Because there's no one else running that would take the slings and arrows for me as he has. He'll lead and put the American people first. He'll end the scourge of human trafficking and defend the dignity of human life. He has been our stellar commander-in-chief. He stands for protecting our children. Because I know that he can keep his promises. His priority is America first. And make America great again. I'm pretty sure that doesn't make controversy. Listless vessels. Couldn't be further from the truth. Ron DeSantis, I'm not just a listless vessel. We're Americans. We're Americans. I'm a mama bear with six kids. I'm not a listless vessel. I am not a listless vessel. I am not a listless vessel. Listless vessel. Listless means lacking energy or enthusiasm. Have you ever been to a Trump event? I was never deplorable, and I'm certainly not a listless vessel. I'm not a listless vessel. I'm not a listless vessel. I'm not a listless vessel. I am 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 not a listless vessel. 
I am not a listless vessel. I am not a listless vessel. I'm not a listless vessel. I'm not a listless vessel. I'm not a listless vessel. We are not a listless vessel. I am not a listless vessel. I'm not a listless vessel. Man, we're not a listless vessel. I'm not a listless vessel. I'm not a listless vessel. DeSantis, we are not listless vessels. We are patriots that love this country, and we voted for Trump in 2020, and we're going to vote for him again in 2024. Fighting Trump is a surefire way to lose a race with Trump. Besides, the public doesn't want to hear more people going after Trump. That's all we've been hearing for the past seven years, and we the people are getting sick and tired of it. The media love that kind of red meat, but DeSantis should never have taken the bait. Meanwhile, things are going so well for Trump, it's hard to imagine anyone topping this. For podcast listeners, Frank Luntz talking about a New York Times-Siena poll in the swing states that shows Trump beating Biden by a significant margin, plus 10 in Nevada, plus five in Arizona, plus four in Pennsylvania, plus six in Georgia, plus five in Michigan. The only state where Biden is beating Trump is Wisconsin by two. Recently, it was announced that Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds is going to endorse DeSantis in Iowa this week. Some say it's a game changer. Maybe it will be. I have my doubts. He still has a major hurdle, a charisma deficit he can't quite overcome. But he could walk away a hero if he packed it in and said, our country is in crisis and we have to try to do our best to unify and take the Democrats out of power. And there is only one way to do that. He won't, of course. He'll keep fighting on and will continue to be the political equivalent of a kick me sign. Thank you for listening to my podcast, sashastone.substack.com. Hope you're having a wonderful Sunday, and remember, to thine own self, be true. Yeah, we smoke cigarettes, we stared at the moon. Yeah, showed you stars. You never could see It couldn't have been that easy To forget about me I jam it nothing Anything seemed real Yes, you could kiss like fire You made me feel Like every Meant to be It couldn't have been that easy To forget about me Baby, even the losers Get lucky sometimes Even the losers Keep a little bit of pride They get lucky sometimes Sit the water like broken glass I 
should have known right then It was too good to last God, it's such a drag When you live in the